welcome to Josie's Bar podcast, a podcast in which we are reading and uh, discussing every issue of Daredevil from the beginning till the end, whenever that is. And we're a bar, but we're not in lockdown, are we, Vicky? <laughs> not yet. Not, not till Thursday. Not till well. Uh, Josie's bar is never on lockdown. No, that's true. We don't listen to the government. <laughs> Everyone is always welcome, even if it's just me and Vicky sitting in this bar. <laughs> All right. And make sure you wear your masks. <laughs> yes, our bar is li- is actually not an actual building. It, the, the walls are just made of old issues of Daredevil comics. <laughs> Like, Pat, what, uh, what did they used to call it on changing rooms? Um, oh, I don't know. Decoupage. Yes. Well, decoupage <laughs> is a thing. I mean, Decoupage. I'm just thinking more of stacks of uh, of comics that we've like made oh, a little okay. fort out of and are calling it a bar. <laughs> I, I really like that idea, though, actually. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm Claire. This is Vicky. Vicky, we're in the bar. What are you drinking this week? I have got a chamomile and manuka honey herbal tea in my uh, topless Jeff Goldblum mug. No! Yes! Oh. <laughs> oh, my lips would never get that near a Jeff Goldblum. I'm licking it right now. <laughs> I'm drinking a nice pineapple juice uh, and it's very tasty. Exotic. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to imagine that it's a Dole Whip and I'm like currently at the Polynesian Resort in Disney World. <laughs> a but Dole it's not working. <laughs> Dole Whip. Rather than in locked down Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, not locked down yet. Yeah, not yet. Not for another mm. three days. Uh, that, that, that will make... tell listeners when this episode took place. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when this issue took place is... Uh, August the 1st, 1966, and this is issue number 19, Alone Against the Underworld. So, in this issue, the gladiator has his day in court following his attack on Foggy, but the trial is soon interrupted by criminal goons who pluck gladiator from the courtroom. Convinced that Foggy Nelson is still daredevil, the masked marauder and gladiator set their sights on the attorney. Will the true daredevil reveal himself in time to save his friend? (laughs) 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 And this issue was awarded the good Marvel keeping seal of approval. I guess by Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The script was by the masterful Stanley. The art was by the magnificent Johnny Romita. The inks were by the melodramatic Frank Giacoya. And the lettering was by melancholy sam rosen i was like oh well back back to sam rosen bashing again (laughs) seriously mean oh we love you sammy we love you sammy he's the best uh so this issue i think we were just discussing it a minute ago i feel like nothing happened in this issue nothing happened but got through it really quickly which i was like i got to the end and i was like oh so that's the end which yeah. kind of like means that I was so engrossed in it that I didn't notice that I'd finished it, if that makes sense. I guess. I, I guess that's a good sign. Yeah. You devoured it. I did, I did devour it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, I was so, actually, I, I ate toast at the same time. Oh, nice. Toast is mm. the best. I ate crumpets. Mm, oh, you dirty bitch. I know. I love a bit of crumpet. 
Uh, <laughs> so this issue starts with Daredevil heading to Foggy's apartment to protect him on Foggy's way to work. And then he sees uh, some scaffolding um, that snaps and this this guy is like hanging uh, and uh, Daredevil goes to save him. Like a random, such a random start. Like yeah. random scaffolding guy and just, yeah, it was a bit strange. But I did really like uh, the artwork in this issue. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so uh, there's, there is lots of, of Matt like, um, in his Daredevil costume doing his aerial acrobatics and it yeah. all just looks gorgeous. I like that as this guy's slipping, he's he's shouting out loud, can't get a good grip, fingers aching, can't. Can't. And we get a really beautiful panel of Daredevil shooting his billy club. So the one where he's on the, the roof and yes. the sound effect is thwip. And... Uh, Lots I love of amazing, that. like, sound effects writing in this oh, issue. Yeah. Loads of it. It's awesome. Yeah, good work, Sammy. Uh, so uh, Daredevil swings in and saves him as he falls. And Stanley in the comments calls it, uh, and I quote, one of the most spectacular rescues in the annals of scaffoldingdom. <laughs> I, I, have, I get the feeling that, that um, Stan was feeling quite salty, this issue. It was, it was a bit. Quite, it was a little bit. It was a bit it? of a, a sassy, a sassy Stan. <laughs> Salty Stan. Um, my one of my I don't know if I can't remember if it is my favourite panel. It might be. Um, I wrote my notes a few a few uh, uh, days ago. Um, but one of my favourite panels has to be when Daredevil's like disappearing after the rescue. There's a small boy standing there doing jazz hands of Wonderman. Yes. <laughs> I noticed the old jazz hands this as well. Is like, oh, He's just standing there going, oh, jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> so excited by Daredevil that he's just like, oh, jazz hands. I've got to, got to break out the jazz hands. Oh, I can't contain myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. Uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things. Um, <laughs> it's that in, thing that you, you always have to do with comics, especially in this kind of era, is always look in the background. Oh yeah, because there's always there is, there's always something going on. <laughs> yeah, like the cop last issue who was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a foggy fat shaming watch. Oh, um, don't even with this issue. Daredevil refers to Foggy as his pudgy partner. <laughs> like, like, like so mean. Like again, once again. Are these two friends? I just there's lots of there's lots of foggy fat shaming in this issue, and I don't like it. Yeah, there is. Um, it, it's just like they just don't seem like friends. It's so funny in these early <laughs> issues. I know. You know. Uh, so Daredevil compares the situation he's into a Gilbert and Sullivan plot, which I know nothing about Gilbert and Sullivan. I think they um, did the Mercado, did they? Uh, is it? Is it the Pirates of Penzance as Pirates well? Pirates of Penzance, yes, that's one of them. Yeah. I think we did the Mikado at school, and I feel like that was Gilbert and Sullivan, but I don't know. Uh, I'm just having... I'm just Googling it. And they did uh, that. Uh, I am the modern... Something of a modern... So, yeah, Wicked World, Sweethearts, Broken Hearts, The Princess. Um, I'm pretty sh- I'm sure it was Pirates of Penzance as well. Operas. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, duh, 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 duh. yes, very yeah. Pirates of Penzance, yeah, loads of them. The yes. Merry 
Merry Wives of Windsor. Oh yes, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I know. I know very little about opera. I um, know nothing about opera. So Daredevil, so Foggy lets Matt in the window. We very clearly see that he opens the window and he lets him in. <laughs> yes, we'll get to uh, that in a moment. In a moment, because I was just like, I had to go back. I had to yeah, I did as well. I was like, hang on a sec. Wait, 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 hang so, on a minute. Foggy definitely opens the window. And yeah, that goes through the window. Not through the glass. Through, through, the, open through the open window. window. Um, I, I have to say, I love the panel with Foggy, like, like little peeping out the blinds. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, what are you doing? And, and then I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, clinging onto the side of this building. Let yeah. me in. Let me in, you fool. Um, at one point, Daredevil asked Foggy why he didn't pretend to be Soupy Sales. Who apparently was a comedian? Because <laughs> I was like, "What? Excuse me." I've heard I've heard that name a lot, like over the years in I've various shows. I've never heard of it. I've I've I don't I never actually bothered to find out who it was, but it's yeah, like a comedian, some comedian guy. There's a lot of references in this issue. Um, so the <laughs> newspaper, the Bugle, old uh, our mate J. Jonah Jameson, is reporting on the front of the Bugle. That Foggy is said to be Daredevil. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, and Foggy begs Daredevil for help, but he's also still thinking of Karen. I know. <laughs> no, it just, it's just a mess. Yeah. It's like, but, but if I if I tell Karen, she's going to think I'm such a fraud. She'll it's be like, ashamed well, of me. I'll be worse off than when we started. When you know, uh, when I was going to lie to her and marry her. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, can we just take a moment as well to appreciate how very yellow Foggy's apartment is? It's very yellow. Yeah, like everything is yellow. Like his armchairs are yellow. His curtains are yellow. His carpets yellow. His walls are yellow. <laughs> well, isn't yellow as a colour meant to be like if you paint your your like your room yellow? It's supposed to to like stimulate your your intellectual side well then uh, or something i mean my my teacher taught us like color therapy when i was in like school because she was a bit of a hippie um but i feel like that was meant to stimulate your intellectual side so maybe he's hoping it will make him like a better lawyer like he he went all out with the yellow then like all out his like literally his entire flat is is yellow there was a a sale uh, down at the hardware store on yellow paint yeah He's painted everything yellow. Because they were all yellow. (laughs) (laughs) He loves a bit of Coldplay. (laughs) Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, So the gladiator is in court and reporters are taking photos of him. He's still in his outfit. These reporters are all dressed like extras out of Dick Tracy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to boot the one... uh, that is wearing um, the same colours as Matt last issue. Maybe I just don't like the colours orange and green together because this guy is dressed like a reverse carrot as well. He's wearing an orange suit and a green fedora and I don't like it. And then there's another guy wearing a green suit and an orange fedora. <laughs> you hate the reverse carrot so much. I do. It's it, it, I don't like reverse carrot just like you don't like Matt's leisure wear. Apart from if he's on a boat, which I will agree Fair enough. With. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's my... I, I, yeah. Uh, so Gladiator puts his helmet on to pose for some photos in court. As you do. As you do. 
and uh, the reporters all put gas masks on and shoot tear gas because, shock twist, they were criminal goons all along. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, they all escape and they go to a warehouse and the masked marauder appears and he's got his little purple Kleenex in place, so Daniel will be pleased to see. <laughs> his Zoidberg. His Zoidberg <laughs> Kleenex cloth. Um... <laughs> And they, Master Marauder and Gladiator argue because Gladiator wants to be in charge, not the Master Marauder. So Master Marauder's like, oh, really, bitch? Well, I'm in charge because, ha, pew, 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 have a blast of my Opti-Blasts. It was and just, it, it's just, like, ridiculous. There's a lot of willy-waving that goes on in this Oh, issue. these two. This is all they do. Like, seriously, do. Just, just get them out, guys, and get a ruler and mm-hmm. just settle down. Yeah. Settle it down. <laughs> It'll all be fine. Just work together. Yeah. You know, it's all fine. <laughs> uh, so Daredevil and Foggy are in Foggy's apartment, and they hear uh, that the gladiator has escaped on the uh, on the radio. <laughs> and they guess that he's going to come straight for Foggy, because he obviously believes that Foggy is Daredevil. So Daredevil tells him to stay there. And then Daredevil leaps through the uh, the broken window. <laughs> Vicky! Yeah, you don't... Why is this window broken? <laughs> I don't know, because he doesn't break it. No, this is just it's it. already it's like broken. Just, which I'm... Which he didn't do at the beginning, because no. Foggy opened it for him, so I don't quite understand. <laughs> I think it, it gets broken later, for sure. So I'm wondering if they made a mistake. John Romita made a mistake. Possibly. Because, yeah, I, I did... I had to double back. Yeah. Um, just, just to check the panel when Foggy actually opened the window and let him in because I was like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't broken. Yeah, because it's definitely broken because you can see the broken glass yeah, around the edge and the edges. bits of the window frame as well. Yeah. So I was like, huh? And I, like you, I had to go back and check because I was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't just smash his way into Foggy's sure. apartment. No. Mm. So Foggy sits in his apartment and has a bit of a mope. And, you know... Sad trombone noise. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've got to stay away from Karen. I can't jeopardise her life. Too, too late for that. I am a foggy in love. <laughs> like, all by myself. <laughs> oh, poor foggy. Um, at Nelson and Murdoch, Karen has arrived to work and uh, is questioned by all the reporters... Um, who want to know what her thoughts are being the secretary of a superhero? Yeah, they all want a, they all want a bit of Karen's gossip. Yeah, they're like, come on. Yeah, and then one of them's like, where does Matt Murdock figure in all of this? And I was like, well, you're asking the right questions. <laughs> you probably Correct. don't even know it. Yeah, you don't even know it yet. And Karen's just like, oh, I don't know. It's so confusing. <laughs> yes, gentlemen, please. Uh, so Daredevil heads to the costume shop to try and find clues on the gladiator's whereabouts and luckily he can get in because he's like oh luckily I can get in because I carry a flexible metal prong in my glove Uh, I was like uh, you mean a lockpick yeah my notes say oh he's keeping shit in his gloves now (laughs) I I swear he's had a a lockpick in his Came he before. did like when he him and karen was suspended in the was it yes it, the owl the, yeah and he yeah. had it in his in his billy club yeah so but why he's he, got 
He's got so much shit in his billy club now that he hasn't got room for a lockpick. Yeah, he's got room for a tiny lockpick. He's like, oh, yeah. going to have to start putting it. He's got so much stuff in his billy club and in his helmet because he's got his entire radio and antenna, antenna and everything that he's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to start putting stuff in my... putting stuff in my gloves now. Yeah. Yeah, soon he's going to have to start putting stuff in his boots. He'll be like, well, luckily I carry around. Um, this, <laughs> he's gonna have to like fight off a dog like a guard dog and he'll be like well luckily I carry around this string of sausages that I keep in my boots <laughs> go get them <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this and this like collapsible fold out barbecue <laughs> yeah let me just grill them up <laughs> oh, so funny God. so I do like that panel as well because I just love the fact that he's like oh I carry a, a, I just love the way he calls it a flexible metal prong as well and yeah. not just that doesn't just go. Oh, luckily I carry a lockpick. It's like, a lock well, pick. yeah. Do you, uh, do, do you do you just mean a paperclip? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Mars Marauder shares his evil plan to his goons. Uh, these goons, uh, these are not the same goons that we saw before, who were all dressing as Daredevil and look really annoyed about it. These are different goons, apparently. Um, apparently. Apparently. Uh, there's a lot of goons. Uh, so he sends the goons to Foggy's apartment to go and attack him. But he doesn't want him to kill him because he wants to kill Foggy. Mm. Like Daredevil. Um, and fake the Daredevil. Mas- yeah, fake, fakey Daredevil. And the Masked Marauder makes Gladiator his second in command. Um, and the Gladiator's like, oh yeah, that's fine, yeah. Or oh, let me just, uh, let my eyes just uh, recover. Oh, let, hang on, hang on, let me just put on my uh, my helmet. Ah, bam! <laughs> Punches him and throttles him and beats him, and it's great. <laughs> my note for this is, bitch fight! Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's literally what they do for the next, like, three pages. Oh yeah, it goes on forever. Like, forever. Yeah. And at one point, I know Gladiator mentions the perils of Pauline. Uh, yeah. I can't remember when he... I can't see... Oh, he says... Uh, Gladiator says, Mr. That kind of talk went out with the perils of Pauline. And so the perils of Pauline was a 1914... So very oh, old. Melodrama yeah. film serial in America, but also was a 1947 film. Oh, okay. I know nothing about it. There's someone called Pauline in it, apparently. Well. And maybe she was in peril. Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, with a title like that, I would be surprised if she wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Masked Marauder rams into the Gladiator because apparently his helmet is made of, you it's know, like, like the strongest cushioned steel available. It's like, well, if it was cushioned, then it wouldn't hurt, right? I guess. Maybe it's cushioned against his skull. Oh, possibly. I don't know. know. I'm not an engineer. Um, And Daredevil heads to Foggy's. Uh, Meanwhile, the goons are also heading to Foggy's for a different reason. And Daredevil mentions uh, Peter Pan versus the Hulk. (laughs) And I was like, well, I know who my sister would want to win. Because uh, basically he says um, Foggy has as much chance of standing off a serious attack as Peter Pan would have against the Hulk. Um, My sister, dear listeners, has, I don't know if it's a phobia. Um, It's like if she sees Peter Pan, she gets very angry. It's like waving a red red cloth in front of a bull. Um, Specifically the Disney Peter Pan, the animated one. She just gets very angry. 
Um, so, of course, when I was in Disney World earlier this year, all I did was take photos every time I saw Peter Pan and send them to yeah. my sister. And then I got Peter Pan to record a, a video for her. Amazing. And she was not very happy, but I was. <laughs> I'm a good older sister. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, so uh, Foggy opens the door a crack to the, to the reporters and I wrote, Foggy, you idiot, why have you even opened the door? You can hear them through the door. Like, even after, like, Matt specifically, like, says to you, yeah, don't open the door to anyone but me. Yeah. If they want to give you the card, um, get them to stick it under the door. Yeah. But why have you opened the door at all? <sighs> yeah. Idiot child. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's like, and uh, you're supposed to be, you know, a, a keen legal mind. Yeah. How, Your how yellow much... paint isn't working, fucking. <laughs> yeah, you haven't got much common sense, have you, sweetheart? Oh dear. <laughs> I can't imagine having a yellow apartment. I'd feel that, like, I was inside SpongeBob or something. I have to say, I I did have a flat that had. I, I went compl- I was allowed to paint it whatever colour I wanted, so I went absolutely balls to the wall batshit insane. Um my kitchen was uh like egg yolk yellow walls with um like blue skirting mm. and my lounge was um uh like sort of deep red and like a kind Ooh. of mustard mustardy colour. That was where the sexy times happened. No, that was in the bedroom upstairs, which was just a reverse image of the lounge. So I had like three uh, dark red walls in the bedroom and the window wall was like the mustardy colour. And then the lounge was kind of like, it sounds, when I say mustardy, it sounds like it's horrible, but it really wasn't. It was a really nice, warm kind of like, like corn yellow. I just think of like red and yellow together like that. I just think like, like a hot dog with ketchup and mustard. Or Iron Man. Or Iron Man, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed painting that flat ridiculous colours. Like, looking back now, it's like, oh, my days, that was so, like, early ni- like early mm-hmm. 2000s, changing rooms, chic. But, yeah, the whole yellow thing. It, if it's done right, it looks good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I love the panel where Daredevil cannonballs through the window. <laughs> Yes. So I think this I is where that. the window breaks. Um like but he he just cannonballs in like a little yeah. like a little ball and it's great. <laughs> and he's 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 like yelling as he does because as he comes through the window he's like correction gents I'm daredevil. <laughs> How dare he's you? just an unreasonable facsimile. <laughs> And then they're like, there's more fat shaming as well that happens during this fight. It's like, oh, he's too soft, too flabby to be yeah. dead. It's like, ugh. Yeah. And then we get the introduction of Big Joe. Yes. Uh, Big Joe, the goon, uh, who <laughs> comes in and is like fighting Daredevil. He gets beaten quite quickly. Yeah. So he's not that impressive. It's like if you, you know, if if one of your evil minions isn't called Big Joe, are you even doing evil villainry? Are you right? even minioning correctly? <laughs> are you even a villain? <laughs> Do you even villain, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the goon that pulls a gun on Daredevil and is wearing a lilac suit yes. uh, with a purple and black tie and hat. 
It was, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed that. I think that is my toot. I see my it's got little stripy tie and hat. I like it. I, it it's one of my toots. Oh. Yeah. Very, very good. So he pulls a gun on Daredevil. Foggy grapples with the gun goon. And then Daredevil manages to disarm him. And then Daredevil uses a footstool as a shield against the bullets and then <laughs> lobs it at the goon, which was quite funny. Yeah. And then Daredevil good. says, usually he has to pay for spunky sparring partners. And I was like, I was like oh, oh. Are, we ta- are we still talking about fighting here, Matt? I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about bad boys from behind a few issues ago. I mean, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> there must be there must be like guys in Hell's Kitchen that have a penchant for um, blind men who exercise in their tidy whities and brogues. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's a type for everyone. Uh, the, people who exercise wearing their brogues. I, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> that, that, uh, that'd be in his Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> I only exercise while wearing brogues. Oh. Oh, so hard. Young man. (laughs) So one goon runs away to tell uh, the Masked Marauder about Daredevil not being foggy. And then, so they've all been beaten. Uh, One runs away. And then Foggy muses that, oh, you know, at least I can get the landlord to redecorate for me now. (laughs) It's like, yeah, and like not yellow this time, maybe. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if that's how it works, Foggy. I mean... Like, yeah, I mean, like, you're, I'm assuming you'll have to pay him. Yeah, and, you know, you essentially trashed the apartment. Yeah, and it is your fault, Foggy. Yeah, so pretty sure he's not going to redecorate it for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and so the little goon appears to the Master Marauder and the Gladiator and is like, oh, by the way... Uh, Who are still fighting, by the way. Oh, they're still fighting, yeah, of course yeah. they are. They've been fighting forever. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And they uh, they find out that uh, Foggy is not Daredevil, and they're both angry. But then they vow to work together to find the real Daredevil. So they're going to be partners, and they run off in, into towards the reader like Batman and Robin. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the the most odd looking pair, honestly. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, yeah. very odd. Uh, so Karen hears the radio confirm that Foggy isn't Daredevil, and she looks absolutely thrilled. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does. She's just like, oh, thank yay, God. yay! And so, because she's so thrilled, she kisses Foggy on the cheek, and he's like, oh, maybe there is still a chance. And I was like, oh man. Ugh, and I... of course, Matt senses Karen kissing Foggy, and then he's all sad. <laughs> I am going to toot Karen's little outfit here with the black skirt and like the red blouse and then she's got like this like sort of black shrug burrow like over the top yeah I love that yeah it's cute yeah yeah it's alright <laughs> she's she's kind of she's stepping it up a little bit more now yeah I, I don't mind it I still like the other guy's outfit more Oh, the other guy's outfit was awesome. But I will allow, I, I will allow and support your toot. Thanks. As a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- there's another great panel where Matt is listening um, to Foggy and Karen talk, and he hears um, Karen say, "After all, I think Matt is the most wonderful man I've ever known, and nobody could be less like Daredevil." And Matt's like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, that- 
that cheesy grin that he's, he's so doing. happy he's like so smug about it well he comes in and he's like into the office and he's grinning and he just looks so smug it's and great. they're like oh we were just talking about you mm-hmm yeah and he's like, like oh what were you talking about yeah so now foggy thinks he's still got a chance with karen matt thinks he's got a chance with karen and so Karen's on, just on like, it goes, <laughs> oblivious to all of it. Yeah, standing absolutely. in the middle, yeah, just uh, being relieved as hell that Foggy isn't dead at all. And then at the end, Matt is like secretly thinking to himself, "You don't know it, young lady, but I'm going to concentrate on you." <laughs> Which wasn't creepy at all. <laughs> no, the way he said it was very creepy. And then at the because um, we're looking through the window at them, and then at the bottom there's like a shadow. Um, mm. Like a, a, which I didn't notice until I read the little, you know, the little closing statement by, by Stan, where he says, "On that philosophical note, we take our leave of our tranquil little trio as we bravely try to ignore the menacing shadow, which seems to be looming ever larger across their future." <gasps> and then it says, "Next issue, the trap." <gasps> but that's not actually the name of it. So, oh, okay, yeah, I will tell you in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, so, do we have Boots and Toots? It's a short, um, short episode this, this, for this issue, but, to be honest, there isn't a lot that happens in this issue. You see, like, even, even, like, the episode of the podcast is shorter than usual. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. There's just, like, not much to discuss with this one, I don't think. No. You know, it's no, just kind of like... Loads of fighting compared to like other issues. That yeah. seems to be like all that goes on in this issue is fighting. Yeah, it feels like there was a lot of setup in the previous issue of, oh, the Mask Marauder's going to return, and then mm. he returns and he does very little. Yeah, you know, it's, and it's, it's kind of at the end it, again. It's more set up to be like, oh, you know, Mask Marauder like, and uh, and Gladiator, and Gladiator are a team. It's um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a filler episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I am going to toot Karen's little outfit because mm. I enjoyed it, and I, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I've already booted the Marauders outfit <laughs> you can so boot it again it's fine <laughs> i do like his purple boots though mm. I, do, I do enjoy those but yeah you, it's would, just, wear, you would wear those oh, i totally wear those yeah um but yeah just the whole like he had it like the whole baggy leotard on the outside of his baggy trousers thing just uh, unsettles me deeply <laughs> mm, yeah it's so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna boot the baggy leotard okay and you've got a two Karen's outfit. Okay, we've got yeah. completely different ones this week. Ooh. For I, myself, am going to boot reverse carrot goon. Because I can't deal with a reverse carrot. I can't, I can't deal with reverse carrot. I can't, I can't do it. And then uh, I'm going to toot uh, lilac uh, goon. Ooh, interesting. Just I liked his outfit. I liked it. It was It was, a good, it was a good look. Yeah, he had, I liked his little stripy tie and his little stripy fedora. Like um, the the marauder should sort of take note with like that's how you do the whole purple thing. Yeah, that's how you do purple. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, and then my favourite panel, I do like 
I do like Matt just grinning at the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with little child doing jazz hands of wonderment because he's so excited at, at Daredevil. <laughs> I did really enjoy that. Really enjoyed that. But I think my, I think my panel of the week is going to be Foggy peeping out of his blinds. Oh, because I really, I did really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, like, that was hey, really funny. Yeah, what you doing out there, Daredevil? <laughs> Who's that? I was Daredevil. Who's that? <laughs> peep, peep. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we going to do with this issue, Vicky? <sighs> it was a bit of a eh, issue. I, I, I feel like this might be the first one to go through the window. <laughs> I mean, although I did think the artwork was stunning. Mm-hmm. Like it just, there was just something about it that was really like the colours were all really solid. The outlines were really solid. Like Foggy actually looked like a person. Yeah. So the artwork is, yeah, the artwork is the best thing about this issue. But that's not enough to save it. <gasps> is it I going think, out the window? Does this mean you can use your sound effects? I can. <gasps> It's going Amazing. out the window. Let me right. I'm holding it. I'm pulling my arm back. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gone out the window. Amazing. Ooh. First wow. one. So that's first what one. nine nineteen issues. Yeah. And that's the first one. That was the first one. Oh, wow. it was a shame because I like the artwork, but yeah. I yeah, just, it was just a, just a bit of a week. Yeah. It just it wasn't even week. It was just kind of. Not much happening apart from lots of willy waving. Yeah, and just yeah, I just feel like it didn't. I mean, and the fresh, only thing that happened is that everyone now knows that Foggy. Well, everyone thinks that Foggy is Daredevil. I mean, he's, you know, and then it announced the radio that he isn't. That he isn't. Yeah. So, so that's that's about it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it just was a yeah a, a weak issue. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> I will not remember this issue in a few weeks' time, I think. No, I might remember some of the artwork, but I... Yeah, it wasn't really... It didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so next issue, Vicky, oh. is called... Well, first of all, we we have a new artist, as Daniel <laughs> mentioned last week, because John Romita um, was basically working um, on the Spider-Man special. So he had someone step in for him, which is Gene Colan. Oh, the legend. <laughs> so that is very exciting. Excellent. Um, and the name of it is The Verdict is Death. Oh, that's a little bit savage. No. <laughs> so what what do you think is going to happen? Well, that sounds like the Grim Reaper's going to rock up. In court. And be, yeah, and just be kind of like, you know, kind of like a bit like Judge Judy, mm-hmm. but, the, but the Grim Reaper. Oh. And be a bit like, yeah, you know, you, you are coming with me. You can stay. You can stay. You're coming with me. Well, that's not as much fun as uh, Judge Judy. I don't know. I, I think, you know... Death Unless could it's have... the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted. I was going to say, yeah, like the Grim Reaper from, from Bill and Ted. Mm. It was Colonel Mustard in the dining room with the candlestick. You have sunk my battleship. 
Oh, one of my favourite film, I think, this year so far was The Bill and Ted Number Three. It was an absolute blast. I, I still haven't. I still haven't seen it, but it, it seemed like from everyone I know that saw it and the reviews and stuff, it seemed like it was much needed. I never thought a Bill and Ted film would make me cry, but it did. I mean, I do cry at everything, listeners. But the Bill and Ted film did make me cry. She she does cry at literally. Although to be fair, like I cried. Every single episode of this, the new series of Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, has made me cry like a baby. And I did cry Endgame, but I was not the one that had to stick my sleeve in my mouth because of the <laughs> heaving sobs coming from, coming from deep within. <laughs> I, yeah, I. To be fair, like I was, I was gone from the first scene. I knew, yeah, and I knew you would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just absolutely. I was, and I still haven't, listeners, it's been over a year and my Blu-ray copy is still in its cling wrap because mm. I cannot bring myself, like I've only seen the film once and that was at the cinema and it was, I was a mess. I was an absolute mess for weeks afterwards and I just, and especially with 2020 being how it's been, I am not emotionally stable <laughs> enough yet to rewatch Endgame. It's just, yeah, it's it's too much. But when you open a film with my favourite character, um, being people, sad, I, yeah, I I was and I did. I I think I did actually like let out sob at one point because i you did, did. Have... at one point it was like i could just hear <gasps> and then i just suddenly heard <gasps> <laughs> i was yeah an absolute wreck you know? but then to be fair like literally everyone in the cinema was in the same state oh yeah everyone was sobbing it was, I it was just i mean cheering. one of the best the best cinematic experiences in my life like as, as one thing i always found odd about america is that like cinema when you go to the cinema over there it's it's an event Mm -hmm. you know everyone's kind of in it together there's like everyone cheers and you know and claps and laughs and and all those but we don't do that in england because we're british Mm. (laughs) um but we did it for that we so did it the portal scene i have never experienced like a collective experience like that it was amazing and it sounds really stupid to liken it to what I'm going to liken it to because they're so different. But when Obama won the presidency, mm. that was like a, a collective world thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was, you know, the majority of people were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it was a really good feeling, like a really good feeling. And everyone was feeling it. And it was like that in the cinema for Endgame. Yeah, and no, I like, get what you're saying. It's a really shit analogy, and I, I'm sure I could come up with something better. <laughs> yeah, our, our, two, our two biggest cinematic experiences last year in 2019 were Endgame um, and then Cats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For very different reasons. <laughs> yes, dear listeners. Uh, last year, Christmas Day, Claire and myself, rather than spend it with uh, like family members, we went to the cinema on Christmas Day and we watched Cats. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my days it was great loved it oh. i'm really looking forward to seeing endgame again in a few weeks hopefully because um my mum and dad have been i've been introducing them to all the marvel films 
and we are about to watch Infinity War. That's the next one. <laughs> and so we only have five films left. Oh my God. Yeah. They've, they've very much enjoyed them. So I will keep you guys posted when we uh, how we do on these films, because after next Thursday, there's not going to be a whole lot else to do. <laughs> I love that your dad is a massive uh, Falcon fanboy. Yeah, he denies it, I love but it. he is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, anyway, we will be back next week we will to discuss the verdict is death Ooh. but uh, for now it, yeah what, in the meantime, what do we say vicky we say wear your mask yeah, wear your mask <laughs> and it's time at the bar it's time at the bar <laughs> do you like daredevil wear your mask wear your mask wash <laughs> your hands don't yeah. be gross don't be gross <laughs> <laughs> bye bye thanks for listening if you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.